Hey guys, welcome back to another great episode on the NASCAR series for your Thursday night edition and of the NASCAR series. First, we're going to start off to see if there are any updated paint schemes. Yes, Austin Dillon and Bass Pro, in the number three Bass Pro Shop Chevrolet. Tyler Reddick will be in the number eight Childers Vineyard Chevrolet. Danny Hamlin in the FedEx Freight Toyota. Um, Michael McDowell in the CarParts.com car. Anthony Alfredo's Dude Wipes car. And then, yeah, we have a new truck scheme that's going to run on this weekend. Todd Gillen, Speedco of Ford. What's up? Oh, now, on the preview show, can Denny Hamlin join win list of winners at Kansas? Oh, no, I thought I just ordered tacos. Nope. Ramen. Burgers. Milk from the store and... Cookies. Wah, me hungry. Here, I'll call some friends to help us eat. Yeah, yeah, good idea. Get more from your neighborhood. Hey, yo, Grover. DoorDash. Hey, race fans. Welcome to the preview show. I'm Alex Weaver. That's Jonathan Merriman. Next up on deck is Kansas. And let's talk about Hendrick Motorsports, their performance on these mile and a half. We're headed back to one on Sunday. They've won two of the last three. So who are you looking at out of that Hendrick camp that can dominate at Kansas? Man, I think if you're looking at a, a mile-and-a-half track, you have to look at Kyle Larson. Uh, you know, he's had a couple opportunities. He got it done out in Las Vegas. So you have to think the five car is going to be leading the pack there. Uh, but Chase Elliott, he's hungry. He doesn't have a win yet this year. It's well-documented. Uh, will we see another new winner? Uh, I think out of the guys who haven't won yet, maybe a guy like Chase Elliott uh, out of that Hendrick camp could get it done. Well, surprised that our reigning champ has not won yet in the 2021 season. Another driver that I'm surprised yet has not made it a victory lane is the 11 of Denny Hamlin. I knew they were going to say Is there some pressure over there in that Joe Gibbs racing camp for the number 11? With the way they're running and the way that they are finishing these races, I don't think there's any pressure at all. The wins will come. When you have this many top tens and top fives and you're running up front and you're leading laps, it's only a matter of time before you get a win. Now, I will say there is a little bit of pressure of, we know that the playing field levels out at some point during the year, so you have to capitalize when you are fast. Uh, I don't think the end is in sight for the speed that the 11 car is putting out, so they do need to go out here and finally get it done, but I don't think they're worried because, I mean, they're one of the fastest cars on the track week in and week out. All right, well, let's hear your fantasy pick for Kansas. Who you got? I'm going to go with Kyle Larson. He's going to be a lock for me. I think you have to ride him while while Hendrick kind of has a hot hand. Don't forget also, it's not just Fantasy Live we're talking about. You can play Jackpot Races, download that in the App Store. You can win twenty five grand if you make all the correct picks in that. So who knows? we get got a race this weekend at Kansas. You might get a little cash in your pocket afterwards. Hey, go win some money. That's never a bad thing. Uh, I'm going to go with the other driver that we talked about. I'm going with Denny Hamlin, the 11. I feel like if I keep picking him, eventually he'll win. Well, you could be like me with Keselowski. I picked him back-to-back weeks, Martinsville, Richmond. Refused to pick him at Talladega anymore. Yeah, it's our luck, always. Uh, All right, well, the fans got to name this race on Sunday, so it is the Bushy McBush Race 400. Man, that's a mouthful, and I can never say it with a straight face. Enjoy Kansas Speedway coming to you Sunday at 3 p.m. on FS1, and we'll see you right back here next week on the preview show. I totally forgot the fans actually named it, and now Jesse Wooji offered sneak peek.
of what's coming during NASCAR salute. Oh no, I thought I just ordered tacos. Nope, ramen. Burgers. Milk from the store and... Cookies. Wow, me hungry. Here, I'll call some friends to help us eat. Yeah, that good idea. Get more from your neighborhood. Hey, yo, Grover. DoorDash. NASCAR salutes together with Coca-Cola is honoring our heroes next door. All month, NASCAR.com and NASCAR social channels will be sharing amazing stories of our local military heroes. Each Sunday, be sure to tune in on NASCAR.com and NASCAR social channels for a special pre-race show brought to you by NASCAR and Coca-Cola. It'll have driver interviews and fun guests hosted by me and Kim Kuhn. All month long, share a story about your local hero and use hashtag NASCAR salutes. Most importantly, thank you to all my fellow service members, past and present, for all you do. NASCAR salutes, presented by Coca-Cola. And yeah, you can join them each Sunday on their social channels. And now for some memorable moments at the track run to this weekend, Kansas Speedway. 2001, in the first Premier Series race of the track, Jeff Gordon led 53 laps to hold off Ryan Newman, Ricky Rudd, and Rusty Wallace, who led 117 laps. A whopping 10 cars were eliminated via crashes, including Matt Kenseth and Dale Earnhardt Jr. 2004, this race was on my birthday, Joe Nemechek enjoyed one of his the better weekends of his career, starting on the pole and riding that position to his fourth career victory, while narrowly beating out Ricky Rudd at the finish. The victory came just a day after Nemechek earned a win in the Xfinity Series event, making him the first driver to win both races of the Kansas weekend. 2007, six of the playoff drivers finished 35th or worse in a row. This word appealed heard hometown favorite Clint Boyer had won, and he and Jimmy Johnson passed Greg Biffle under caution. But the field had been frozen, and the field in the victory. And the field had been frozen, and the victory was awarded to Greg Biffle. 2007, driving the number 99 Jack Roush Ford, Eric Darnell dominated the race by leading 92 of 167 laps in the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series event. In the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series event, he won by a margin of almost 10.5 seconds of what ended up being the first of Darnell's two career victories. 2011, for the inaugural STP 400, a race that bears the name of Richard Petty's longtime sponsor, Kansas Speedway invited the king to come give the most famous words in motorsports at the, as the race's grand marshal. Ooh, that's special. The king. 2011, Brad Gislowski started from the 25th position and led just a total of nine lots. Of nine lots. But he managed to hold off Dale Earnhardt Jr. to take home his second career victory and first for Team Penske. Kislowski won the championship the following year. 2011, this was on October 9th, 2011, beginning with this, this fall race, Kansas Speedway President Patrick Warren announced, the hall, announced that Hollywood Casino for sponsor, would sponsor the event for 10 straight years. The, key, the casino is part of the track overlooking Turn 2, and it opened in 2012. And also, in two, that, speaking of 2012, in 2012, Although the track had recently been repaved before the fall race, and it paid dividends for drivers in Bush Bowl qualifying. Hitting the pavement for the first time, Casey Kane set a new track record in qualifying by topping the old record by nearly 11 miles an hour. 
2013, Kyle Busch was on the fast track to being a heavy contender for the championship, having earned a pair of runner-up finishes in the fifth place, finishing the, in the playoffs' first three races, but it all unraveled at Kansas. He started in a backup car and wrecked out of the race, finishing 34th and effectively ending his title. For the first time, I'm this was in 2014, along with a NASCAR camping or truck series race the night before, or the race was run under the lights at the track. In addition, the race was moved to the night before Mother's Day, the date that traditionally belonged to Darlington Raceway. In the 2015 fall race, a thrilling race battle concluded on the final lap. Up on Joe Logano and Matt Kenseth made contact, sending Kenseth into a spin and allowing Logano to grab the victory in a green-white checkered restart and finish. Logano would go on to sweep that three-race round in the postseason, winning the other races at Charlotte and Talladega in the 2016 spring race. In his fifth career start in the NASCAR Camping Old Truck Series, William Byron picked up his first career win. Byron, who was a high school senior at the time, was in the right place, and the leaders tangled on the final lap in overtime. It would be the first of seven wins in that in that series for Byron in all in one year. 2016 in spring, Kansas has been a rough had been rough to Kyle Busch with over the year with 40 NFs and only four top 10 finishes entering the 2016 spring race. On this night, Bush's determination score one at one of the few remaining tracks where he'd been shut off paid off. He led a total of 67 circuits, including the last 37, and held Kevin Harvick off the finish line. 2017 spring. Ryan Blaney got off to a fast start in his number 21 Wood Brothers Racing Ford with three second-place qualifying efforts in his first in the first 11 races of the 2017 campaign. With a monster lap of 189.600 miles an hour, Blaney finally broke through to win his first career pole in the NASCAR Cup Series at Kansas and the first of the Wood Brothers since 2004. 2017 in fall, Kyle Larson's playoff hopes were dashed when the engine of his number 42 Chevrolet I expired 73 laps into the race at Kansas. A four-time winner that season, he was limited from the playoffs due to that 39th place finish. In the 2018 race in the fall, Chase Elliott celebrating after he won at the Hollywood Casino 400. This was Elliott's third career win in the second in the NASCAR Cup Series playoffs in 2018. And those are some memorable moments from Kansas. Now, Matt Mandetto on 2022 plans. Anything is possible. Geico's whole 15 minutes thing, <laughs> that came from me. My first idea was, in one quarter of an hour, your savings will tower. But that's not catchy. So I thought, 15 minutes, 15% serendipity. Geico. Honestly, I'm pretty clueless about next year as far as, not in a bad way, just as far as uh, my focus is so heavily on on right now. And... Uh, and, and being the best that we can be and letting the performance do speaking for me. I, I think to answer your question better, so I'm not giving a runaround answer. I'm just being completely open book and honest. You, know, you guys know me. That's how I am. Um, is my whole career, I, I've had to just become more accepting and okay with the unknown and rolling with it. Uh, so that's my best answer to you is I know nothing. I don't, is there a scenario where, where I envision that happening? I don't know anything's possible. I guess I've seen, you know, 
heck, getting the 21 ride, I didn't even envision that in the slightest bit. I had no clue it was even a possibility because I had no clue that Paul Menard was retiring, you know, and going back to the 95 car, uh, I had no clue that Casey Kane was going to step out of that thing, you know, and, and retire as well. So my career has been full of so many unknowns and there's, I couldn't have envisioned really any of the things that have happened to get me here, but it's also trained me and groomed me to just uh, focus, be better at focusing on what's in my control. And that's why I don't even stress the slightest bit about it is because of my past experience and knowing how I got here and reflecting back on that. So uh, that's why I just talked about, Hey, I don't have any, my guess, your guess is as good as mine. So if I give you an answer, it's literally just a guess exactly the same as yours would be because I know nothing more than, than any of you guys do. So uh, I'm thankful that my career's taught me just, Hey, go out. I've got a heck of a good ride. I'd love driving the 21 car, go out there and keep doing what we did. Keep positioning ourselves. Uh, to have a shot to win, one of those wins will come, uh, and run up front, run well, let the performance do the speaking for me, and uh, things will work out for next year. Okay, let me tell you the rides that the Mandano's been in. He's been in for BK Racing, where he actually scored a sixth-place finish in his rookie year in 2016 at Bristol. He's also driven for Go Fast Racing, St. Levine Family Racing, and Wood Brothers Racing, which he currently drives for. And he's leaving that team at the end of the 2022 season. He's in as, they, as Austin Sendrick will drive in that car or in, in the next-gen's debut year. So it is anything that is possible right there. See you tomorrow.